welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. Hi, everyone. In this week's astrology, we have some major aspects happening. There's not a lot of things happening, but the aspects that are occurring are pretty major in this Mercury retrograde cycle. So we start off the week with a moon in Capricorn, which is cardinal energy. Capricorn taps into the archetype of our greatest achievements, legacy, what we wish to accomplish, what we want to be known for. So the week really starts with that flavor of what is it that we're doing in the area of career, status, and legacy. And then we end the week with a full moon in Aries, another cardinal sign giving us the go but at the same time allowing us to reflect and embody with gratitude everything that we've accomplished in that Aries house. And this is going to be different for everyone as Aries rules a house in everyone's natal chart and it's different for every ascendant. So the mood of the week is another cardinal week, lots of movement. We go from practical cardinal energy to very rapid, adventurous, fast-paced Cardinal Aries energy. So we transit from Capricorn to Aquarius moon to a Pisces moon, and then we end the week with that Aries full moon. But before all that happens, we had Mercury station direct. Mercury is currently in the sign of Virgo, and it's station direct on October the 2nd, which was this Sunday. And as it's stationed direct, it was making an opposition to Neptune. So it was a quite confusing and foggy time during that Mercury direct transition. Because anytime Mercury and Neptune are in conversation, via an opposition or even a square the hard aspects of those two we tend to be very very absent-minded and a little bit like loopy it's not sharp quick moving energy even though we do have mars fueling our mind in that sign of gemini that kind of just adds more fuel to the fire where we seem to be a little bit more um absent-minded as we're doing too many things at once and then accidents happen so that's how we start that week with neptune and mercury in conversation but then mercury is also approaching a trine to pluto and this is where it's a big deal the reason being is because Pluto is also going to shift directions this week. This happens on Saturday, October the 8th. And that is a big deal because we're starting 
to slowly change in expression as we at one point had about six retrograde planets at a time we are having most of the planets turn direct in the month of october and mercury and pluto are the first ones to lead and this is a repeated aspect that mercury made during his retrograde transit now mercury is still in shadow meaning although it's direct we still are repeating as mercury already traveled these degrees and then stopped at eight degrees libra and then retrograded back to 24 degrees in virgo so these are repeated things maybe we've are having surprises or things that are lingering and we haven't finished it seems to take us longer or we're having distractions now we are going to be able to really dig deep inside and find ways that are practical that are very grounded that are very to the point in finishing them up because we have that expression of the earth signs communicating with each other now mercury rules a career house which is that sixth house of the work that we do how we serve and uh, pluto is in the house of achievements and the legacy we live leave behind the career that we have or we thrive to have or we aspire to have so although pluto doesn't rule the sign of capricorn he's been influencing that area for quite some time and this is the final um transit through this zodiac sign for him he's at the later degrees and soon enough in 2023 he'll go into the sign of aquarius does end up retreating back into capricorn but then the last um retro that he completes in 2023 he enters into the sign of aquarius and stays there solidly so we're going to see a lot of shifts this is why we have to go internally dig within and really clean up things that are not serving us anymore not serving our the work that we do not serving our daily routines not serving how we show up in service to ourselves and the people that we love the people around us it's a type of energy that assists you in finishing cycles and finishing things and completing in just closing doors that don't need to be open anymore so it can bring a lot of opportunity if we are able to go within and find and dissect our deepest desires because that is what both of these planets like to do virgo likes to find the most practical easygoing and ideal way of doing things it's like a time saver likes to do things in the most efficient way it saves time it saves energy it does it so perfect and the energy of pluto is to go in deep and really dig in and clear out and transform 
so then you are a new person but you had to go in and see what was wrong right find what was not working and then really understand it from a psychological perspective why was it not working not just find the issue but explore it and investigate and contemplate why and why is it that you were attracting this or being a magnet to this or entertaining it right why is it that it was still something that you kept working and working on so i have an interesting story that i would like to share about a week ago i missed a step i was visiting my cousin's house and um when i was leaving her front door she has like a half step and i didn't realize that that was a step i thought like it was plain like like a flat surface that continued her pathway and um i twisted one of my ankles and then landed incorrectly with my other leg which then turned into an injury to my left leg so i've been in recovery um it was very quick a matter of six seconds my friends were laughing at me because the only thing I thought of is like, I need my phone so I can cast the chart. And that day, Mars was squaring my natal moon. And there's, I mean, there's just no way that I just believe astrology even more because like the aspects were crazy. I already knew this was the time that I needed to be more careful. And I really thought I was being careful not knowing that a little tiny misstep was gonna take me out (laughs) but every day i'm doing better and better i am um healing and i'm doing everything the the doctors are telling me to do so i um did it it wasn't just the injury i feel like the injury show slowed me down to really work within and contemplate some things and just i mean when you are in bed because you really can't walk the mind goes crazy especially my mind as i have a moon in virgo so i started like contemplating and thinking of things and just realizing like whoa like having epiphanies and purging and just doing a a, a lot of clearing house that that's really what it was a lot of clearing house Um, in addition to sleeping a lot as well so I can recover and just kind of thinking so yeah we have to watch out with that Mars and Gemini because that that ended up being what kind of um, hurt me as I was thinking of so many things to do that day and I wasn't really looking at my surroundings and Mercury was approaching to that opposition to Neptune and boom just it was like a perfect cocktail of if you don't pay attention if you're not in the present moment if you're not really in your body then you are going to make mistakes and accidents can happen and that's very common for the mutual signs Uh, Pisces, Sagittarius, Virgo, and Gemini, we can go out of body a little because we tend to multitask and um, especially the energy of Pisces can kind of like 
travel daydreaming right it's astral traveling and you're doing that while you're still in motion so it's quite dangerous and i happen to be a pisces sun so again i'm recovering well but i did have a lot to think about during this downtime because there's nothing else to do you could only you could just i mean you could only binge so much netflix and amazon prime until until you're bored so then you start you know going within lots of meditations and just reflecting and also being thankful of everything so it, w- it was a great time this did happen during mercury retro and now mercury is direct so i'm still dealing with that event as there's a healing process now and that is what this aspect brings it's an opportunity to heal but really heal deeply i'm not just healing the wound that i received i'm also healing on a level where i am going into my psyche and purging but really understanding why these cycles continue or why I um, continue to maybe still hold residue of old situations and circumstances and things like that. So just to share a little more, 12 years ago, I broke my right foot. And it was exactly 12 years ago when I casted the chart <laughs> For that, I noticed it, that it was exactly 12 years, but this time I ended up injuring my left foot. So I was like, whoa, there's some things going on. So as you can see, I've been going deep into the cycle and looking at the charts and just comparing everything to what's going on. And I really understand um, that there's something that was completed and now I'm able to take a very clear step in the right direction so this is a week where you want to be working on those things that come up it's not going to be as easy even though it's a trying because anything with pluto brings tremendous intensity and emotions so you might be a little bit more tender-hearted or a little bit just more emotional Maybe things get you more teary-eyed or you kind of feel sensations in your body because it does activate those clear sentient um, things within the body. And um, this can lead you to the answer that you needed, the, the, the epiphany that you needed to really bring everything to full circle. But again, with an intensity. So just be kind to yourself if you find yourself a little bit more emotional than usual. And then we end the week with a beautiful full moon in Aries. And this is the equinox full moon. Because this is the full moon that happens right after the equinox. And it's happening at 16 degrees. So we have... The sun at 16, the moon at 16. We also have Venus in Libra at 13 degrees. And we happen to have Chiron at 14 degrees. So both Venus and Chiron are in very close communication 
So this could be love injuries. This could be injuries that you had with the women in your life, friends in your life. It's a women energy, the women archetype. Um, and then we have the moon in opposition to the sun, which is the archetype of the great mother and the great father. And the moon is conjunct Chiron. So this feminine archetype, um, both via Venus and the moon, is asking for healing, which is very interesting since we already started the flow of the week through Mercury and Pluto. So that's when things start where we kind of start contemplating and dissecting things and going within to see why is it that we feel a certain way or why do we keep on attracting the same situation or similar situations that we don't find to be so productive. And then we end the week with that full moon where we're ready to release. We're ready to start a new adventure. And this is a new cycle since Aries rules the first sign of the zodiac belt. We have the moon in that sign and full moons are all about reflecting and looking at your fruits, looking at the gifts, looking at what it is you cultivated. Think of the full moon phase as a tree that has plenty of flowers that have been fertilized and they're turning into fruits. Yet the fruit hasn't ripened yet. The fruit is still green. You're not able to pick it. Now through the full, full moon phase up until the first um, wanting gibbous phase, that is the phase where the fruit starts to ripen and you can pick it. You can pick it after that. So this is the, the time where we have to show gratitude and we have to look at the potential of gifts and what it is that we are able to harvest, but we're not necessarily harvesting now. This is when we discover, wow, our effort has brought in a lot of opportunities a lot of gifts right our tree has a lot of fla flowers that have fertilized that have been fertilized and are growing now into a fruit so you know that eventually you're going to be able to pick that fruit so full moon phases are all about connecting to that energy of abundance and showing great gratitude also releasing things that don't serve so an example, when we're working very diligently to attain something, we have to keep our eye on the prize and keep going and going and going. But once we see that we have this prize, then we need to shift our perspective. We're no longer going to be working as hard for that specific item or objective right because we already have it in sight we know it's there it's something that is being gifted to us so now we have to sit down or just kind of focus in what it is we accomplished live in that moment really embody it and show lots of gratitude and 
compassion and unconditional love connect to the heart center and this is why this week i recommend that we use strawberry quartz i love this crystal so this crystal is a quartz just like clear quartz but it has tones of reddish slash purplish energy and that's why it's called strawberry i love this crystal this is a crystal that really radiates the heart chakra it's also a very healing crystal and this is a healing crystal on a spiritual level and when we talk about mercury and pluto digging deep a lot of our issues and a lot of our illnesses and problems do come from a deep rooted wound and this is a wound that can be genetic or hereditary or through experience or through past lives and we have that energy of chiron there also the red color always connects to the energy of aries and this is why i intuitively picked this strawberry quartz and i love the fact that the name is a fruit it's a strawberry quartz and that's connected to the archetype of libra as this is a time of harvest remember this is where we're picking our fruits so work with strawberry quartz if you don't have strawberry quartz i would recommend using carnelian red jasper or um citrine so you can heal yourself and really embody this full moon energy and appreciate what it is that you harvested in that aries house through the help of the archetype of libra so you're looking at the axis you're looking at the aries house and you're also looking at the libra house in your chart for me as a leo rising that would be my third and ninth house so for aries that's going to be the first and seventh for taurus that's going to be the twelfth and sixth right for gemini that's going to be the eleventh and the fifth for cancer that's going to be the tenth and the fourth for leo that's going to be the third and the ninth for virgo that's going to be the eighth and the second for libra that's going to be the first and the seventh house for scorpio that's going to be the sixth and the twelfth house for sagittarius that's going to be the fifth and eleventh house and for capricorn that's going to be the fourth or the tenth for aquarius that's going to be the third and the ninth and for pisces that's going to be the second and the eighth houses because it's a pair we're looking at full moons we have the sun in one sign and the moon opposite the other sign so it's about balancing and harmonizing those pair of houses 
so what you want to do is look at the houses that are being highlighted in your natal chart and we go by ascendant sun or moon that's going to be secondary it's not going to be as strong but you still can look from the sun's perspective and the moon's perspective and you want to reflect on how grateful you are in that area of life and also really count your blessings by seeing what it is that you brought into fruition what you worked on and has gave you some type of result and lastly we have a applying trine from a libra sun to saturn in aquarius and an applying sextile from the moon in aries to saturn in aquarius so saturn meaning the work that we did remember wherever saturn is at whether natally or by transit progression whatever it is it brings some sort of blockage and this doesn't mean that you won't see any gifts or fruition in this house it just means that it's going to be boring it's not going to be as exciting it's going to be tough work it's going to be very diligent work and saturn is preparing to go direct in october so Saturn being in conversation with this full moon just shows that the work that we've been doing is actually starting to pay off, starting to bear fruit. We might not see it yet. It might not be so clear, but Saturn is now having us reflect, having us look at the actions that we took and all the work that we did. So it's like a slow down moment in a way. And that's what you want to do. So work with this strawberry quartz crystal like i mentioned it's a crystal that was also connected to healing and this was a crystal utilized in atlantis and it's a crystal that evokes feelings of joy and happiness balances and harmonizes the emotional and spiritual body and stimulates and energizes the heart chakra energy and we need that perfect amount of stimulation with that aries full moon but also connecting to the archetype of love through the archetype of libra so again thank you so much for being here if you liked this podcast or this forecast don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell comment below let me know how you are feeling with this week's energy i absolutely love to read your comments it brings me so much pleasure i also reply to all my comments so thank you so much and remember always stay curious and ask what's in your stars bye love and light